Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Crime surging in New York City's richest areas. The FBI opens hundreds of domestic terror cases over anti-police riots. Protests in Portland winding down after nine weeks. Just 13% of Americans satisfied with the direction of the country. And a massive explosion in Beirut wreaks havoc. Also ahead, why is Congressman Cortez attacking a saint? But first, the NYPD warning residents in Manhattan's wealthy Upper East Side to be vigilant against armed assailants who are roaming around the 19th precinct, home to many billionaires, reporting a 286% increase in robberies. Police say the attackers are mostly teenagers. Shootings also up 177% in that neighborhood compared to last year. The Department of Justice confirming the FBI has opened more than 300 domestic terror investigations in the aftermath of the George Floyd protests. The agency telling lawmakers on Capitol Hill at least 140 federal agents were injured in Oregon when anarchists tried to burn down a courthouse over a period of time. Protests in Portland, Oregon, slowing down now, after more than 60 days, no police were visible as nearly 400 demonstrators marched through downtown on Monday. They didn't do much damage this time. Finally, state and local authorities in Oregon are promising now to begin enforcing the laws. We'll see. A new poll from Gallup says only 13% of adults are satisfied with the current state of the country, down from 45% in February. Respondents cite high unemployment, anti-police protests, COVID as the biggest threats facing the USA. Despite the low number, more than 9 in 10 Republicans approve of President Trump. Giant blast in Beirut, Lebanon, killing dozens of people and injuring thousands. Lebanese authorities say the city now resembles Hiroshima after the atomic bomb. Early reports indicate the incident was caused by a fire at a fertilizer warehouse. An investigation, of course, underway. In a moment, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez versus Father Damien of Molokai. What's that all about? Right back with it. At Qualcomm, we believe in staying connected. And you can see us wherever 5G is helping transform telemedicine, supporting remote education, and powering mobile PCs. The Invention Age is here. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash Invention Age. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez versus a Catholic saint. As you may know, the uber-left Cortez believes white men are the cause of many bad things in America. So she, so she is objecting to the state of Hawaii displaying a statue of Father Damien of Molokai in Washington, D.C., says the congresswoman, quote, This isn't to litigate each and every individual statue. This is what patriarchy and white supremacist culture looks like. It's not radical or crazy to understand the influence white supremacist culture has historically had 
in our overall, in our overall culture and how it impacts the present day. Unquote. Um, okay. Well, Father Damien was actually a Belgian priest who traveled to remote Hawaii in the 19th century and then devoted his entire life to helping the poor souls who contracted leprosy there. That was a fatal disease back then. In fact, Damien himself died from leprosy in 1889. He was 49 years old. By all accounts, the priest was a holy man who devoted and gave his life to help those few would help. He was pretty much alone there. Yet Ms. Cortez feels comfortable injecting white supremacy into the saint's legacy. Feeling the heat, Congresswoman Cortez then backtracked, quote, at no point did I say Father Damien was a bad figure. In fact, I explicitly stated that my observations weren't about litigating his or any individual statue. It's about the fact that a huge supermajority of statues in the Capitol are white men. Barely any women or black, indigenous, and people of color. Now, in response, a spokesman for the Diocese of Honolulu said, quote, any Hawaiian here who is aware of their history, which most Hawaiians are, would absolutely, Catholic or not, defend the legacy of Damien as a man who was embraced by the people and who is a true hero to us because of his love for the Hawaiian people. We did not judge him by the color of his skin. We judged him by the love that he had for our people, unquote. Now, some on the left, will tell us that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the real martyr in this controversy. How dare anyone criticize her? Because the far left does believe that everything in the United States is a product of white supremacy. This is the woke culture. In reality, it's not wrong to put statues of women, people of color, or any other people who did good things. But to criticize Father Damien? Come on. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com and join our Stand Up For Your Country campaign. In a moment, something you might not know. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 58 years ago this week, actress Marilyn Monroe died of a drug overdose in Los Angeles. The incident kicked off one of Hollywood's most bizarre investigations, with questions lingering to this day about what really happened to Marilyn Monroe. Here's the story. In 1962... Marilyn was fired by 20th Century Fox from a movie with studio executives citing, quote, mental illness and substance abuse, unquote. On August 4th of that year, her housekeeper discovered Miss Monroe unconscious in the bathroom. She was pronounced dead on the scene, 
The coroner ruled her death an accidental overdose at the age of 36. But there were many questions. Several conspiracy theories popped up and are still in play. Some believe John F. Kennedy and his brother Bobby were involved with murdering Marilyn Monroe to cover up romantic relationships. Miss Monroe, of course, sang her now famous performance of Happy Birthday, Mr. President to JFK at his 45th birthday party in New York City two months before she was found dead. Now, Robert Kennedy, the Attorney General, was in Los Angeles when Monroe died. But I investigated his whereabouts and could find no link to Marilyn Monroe. I did that for my book, Killing Kennedy, and what we found out has not been challenged. So I do not believe RFK was linked to Miss Monroe. With all the rumors, the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office and the Police Department reopened the investigation in 1982, 20 years later. After consulting Monroe's psychiatrist, doctors, family, and friends, officials relabeled her death as a probable suicide. And here's something else you might not know. Before her death, Marilyn Monroe was considered Hollywood's biggest star. Over the course of her 15-year career, Marilyn starred in 33 movies. At the height of her fame, she was paid $15 million in today's inflation-adjusted cash. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.